If you guys would permit me just a few minutes, I just want to exposit the Word of God for you today. We have been preparing for Christmas Eve, for the birth of Jesus, for a few weeks now. And um, the, the question we've been seeking to answer over the last few weeks is, who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? And, and we thought, what better way to answer the question of who is Jesus than to look into the Gospels and see the things that Jesus claims to be? Who is Jesus? Jesus said seven times, seven different statements in which he said, I am something. And today we're going to talk about Jesus' I am statements when he said, I am the resurrection I am the life. All this sort of surrounds an interesting story. It's his friend Lazarus and his death. Something interesting about the nativity scene, it's beautiful, isn't it? There's something special about gathering around that and picturing in our mind that baby Jesus. Tonight I want to just peel back the curtain just a hair, just for a moment. And ask this question, why was Jesus born? What was his purpose? You know, in Luke 19.10, Jesus said, The Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. But how would Jesus accomplish his mission? How would he seek and save that which was lost? We find the answer to that question at the graveside of one of Jesus' best friends named Lazarus. Lazarus became very ill, and Jesus was not in Bethany, where Lazarus lived, with his sisters Martha and Mary. They sent word to Jesus, who must have been nearby, and said, Your good friend Lazarus is sick. You better come here soon. Jesus' disciples approached him and said, We need to go see Lazarus. Jesus' answer was, No, we're not going to go there. In fact, Jesus took the long way around and intentionally waited and didn't go to Lazarus. And then his very good friend Lazarus died and was buried and put in his tomb. Jesus waited until the fourth day to go back and meet with the family. As they had gathered, they had already buried their brother. And on his way back to Bethany to meet with them and to give glory to God, he met Martha on the road. She came and, and sort of met him halfway. And he talked to her about the resurrection and about who he was. And during that interaction with Martha, Jesus said something important in John eleven twenty five and 26. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even if he dies. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? He is one through whom all believers will be resurrected one day at the end of the age. You see, God created all people to last and to live forever. Did you know that? God created us to last, to live forever. But once sin entered into the world through Adam and Eve, death quickly followed. Now everyone dies. But our soul lives on for eternity. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, and the consequence of our sin is eternal judgment by a holy and righteous God in a place called hell. This unfortunate truth 
of our reality compelled a God who loves us to send his son, Jesus. God became man, and he dwelled among us. And that man was Jesus from Nazareth. He was born in a manger. He lived a perfect life. He pleased God in every single way. He voluntarily gave his life and was nailed up on a cross. He received the wrath of God for your sin and for mine. He died on that cross and he was buried in the ground. But hallelujah, on the third day he rose again. In his resurrection, he conquered, he conquered death and sin and Satan's control over all who would repent and follow him as Lord and Savior. John 6, 40, Jesus says, For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who beholds the Son and believes in him will have eternal life, and I myself will raise him up on the last day. What's even better is that our Lord Jesus Christ resurrected our sin-filled, broken, black hearts of stone back to life, and so we're resurrected twice. Once in this life, upon repentance and belief in Him, resurrected to true life, our souls are resurrected and reconciled with God, and then at the end of the age, we'll be resurrected and given glorified bodies to be in His presence forever. Church, we were once spiritually dead. Our relationship with our Creator God was fractured, and we couldn't do anything about it. And yet, by God's grace and love and mercy, upon repentance and belief in Jesus, His sacrificial death is applied to our credit. We are forgiven of our sins. The Holy Spirit regenerates our hearts, and we're reconciled with God. Thus, we who were once dead are made alive in Christ. Jesus is the resurrection because he resurrects the spiritually dead person now through repentance and belief and makes us alive again and one day will resurrect us and give us a glorified body in heaven. Isn't God good? So when Jesus says, I'm the resurrection, that's what he means. Who is Jesus? He also said, I am the life. Listen again to what Jesus said to Martha in John eleven twenty five. 25. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even if he dies. Jesus came to provide life for us. What does that mean? The Apostle John answers this question in John 316, you've seen the sign at football games, at other events. Listen to it now and apply it to what Jesus says here. He says, I'm the resurrection and the life. Listen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have what? Eternal life. Jesus is the life. He's the one that provides the life. The consequence of our sin is eternal judgment from God. But God loves us, amen? And he sent Jesus to give us an opportunity to re receive forgiveness and eternal life. Jesus is a holistic spiritual healer. He provides spiritual life now and in eternity 
Listen again to the text. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Listen, he who believes in me will live even if he dies. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. When we repent and believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior, we are instantly born again. We become spiritually alive. We who were once spiritually dead are alive and through the power of the Holy Spirit reconciled to our God. The spiritual life we receive from Jesus is so powerful that even when we physically die, we will live on for eternity in God's presence. When Jesus says, I'm the life, he's telling you, I will both give you abundant, full life now as you're reconciled with God and fulfilling his purpose for you on this earth. But I'm also going to make you born again and to live with God forever after you die. He is our life. The spiritual life we receive from Jesus provides an eternity in the presence of God. Thus, church, we never die. We just change addresses. We live here now, and then one day we're going to live there with him. It's just a transition from here to eternal life with God in heaven. That's why the Apostle Paul, who experienced some of the most horrific persecution known to any believer, was able to say this in Romans 8, 38 and 39. For I am convinced, he said, that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will ever be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. That's why I love Christmas. It is about a baby. It is about Jesus It's about him, the resurrection, and the life. When Jesus met Martha on that road, he told her, I'm the resurrection and the life. He told her all about what he would do in her life, in your life, and in my life. He ended it with a, a very important question. So I want to invite our team to come up. We're going to have a time to respond to what God's doing in your heart, okay? When he finished with Martha in that conversation, he said, do you believe this. He says, I'm the resurrection and the life. Do you believe this? So in just a second, we're all going to stand up. They're going to play a song. We're all going to sing together. I want to give you a chance to respond. If, if God's doing something in your heart, and you want to come forward and pray at the altar, pray with me. If you want to hear and learn about following Jesus, we want to give you that opportunity today. That's why Jesus came, right? Jesus said, I came to seek and save that which was lost. Jesus came to restore you back to God. He's the resurrection and the life. Would you all stand with me? Heavenly Father, I pray over this time of invitation. I pray over the heart of every man, woman, and child in this place today. 
We all came here today to celebrate Christmas, the birth of our Lord and Savior. We're so thankful that God became man and dwelt among us. Now we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would give us the faith to take a step forward if you're calling that man, woman, that child to a decision tonight. Help them to take a step out of that pew and to come forward. Help the lost to be saved. Help the one who's broken this Christmas and dealing with a, maybe a loss in the family or just a difficulty in life. Help that person come forward and receive prayer. Help the broken to find healing. Whatever it is, God, we hand this time over to you, this time of decision, and ask that you move in a mighty way. In Jesus' name I pray.